Hello, hockey friends and families. As you know, we are entering the offseason, and many of you have asked us what you can do to keep your athletes' mental game active during the spring and summertime. It is a common concern, especially when ice time becomes scarce and costly. But if you listen to the show, you know we are big fans of NHL Sense Arena as a solution for that type of training. And right now, for a very limited time, our friends over at Sense Arena are offering 50% off their annual plan through March 14th to help kickstart your off-season training. And our audience can also save an additional $50 on top of that when you use our code Hockey Never Stops at checkout. So what I love about Sense Arena as a coach is that the drills, and there are hundreds of them that were created and approved by USA Hockey Coaches, are designed to develop hockey IQ and mental and cognitive skills for both players and goalies through challenges that are both fun and educational. The best part for my kids, though, is that they're learning aspects of the game like scanning, situational awareness, decision-making, and reaction speed, which are all skills that can be tough to develop off and even sometimes on the ice. Plus, it fits into any parent's schedule because my kids can play anytime, anywhere in their VR headset, which eliminates travel time and all the time it takes out of my day and week generally. So, again, for a very, very short time, you can unlock this limited-time offer on an annual plan when you use our code Hockey Never Stops at hockey.sensorina.com. Once again, that's hockey never stops at hockey.sensorina.com for 50% off an annual plan with $50 off on top of that. Again, if you're looking for an edge this offseason and Sensorina was something on your radar, you don't want to miss this offer. We can't thank you enough for the support, and we really hope you enjoy this episode of Our Kids Play Hockey starting right now. Hello, hockey skaters and goalies around the world, and welcome to another edition of the Ride to the Rink. It's going to be an extended edition today because we have a really important subject matter. I have brought in someone to speak to you, a uh, mental performance coach who's a good friend of mine, someone that I learn from every single time that I watch him, see him, or read him. Dr. Cassidy Preston joins us today, and I have to say it right at the top, Cassidy, your new book, Mindset First, just hit number one on Amazon uh, in yeah. its category, which is as your friend, I'm excited for you, but I think it says a lot about where we're going as a culture right now that that your book about mental performance is number one. Yeah, no, thank you so much. And it's a pleasure to be on. It's always fun to connect here, Lee. Oh, it goes both ways, my friend. And uh, for those of you listening today, we're going to be talking about a really important topic about how to protect your mind from junk, not just on the game days, right, in general. Because if you're a young player out there today, there's a lot of distractions between social media, sometimes the things you can see on TV, if you still watch TV. And it's really important, as you've written in the book here, uh, Cassidy, about your input versus output on game days, on game weeks, during the season. Can you dive into a little bit about that chapter and why you wrote it? Yeah, I think it's um, such a fundamental way of just looking at like, what are we doing with our time and energy and our mind particularly? And because we all know our mind's so important in the mental game, but the input is going to dictate the output. And the analogy I like to use is like uh, nutrition. It's like your input dictates your output. Like you <laughs> eat healthy, like you're going to have better energy. Um, and so when we look at stats, some social media or a lot of social media, those are like donuts. It's like they're, they're entertainment, right? Like you can have a few donuts here and there. But if you're having donuts all day, every day, like that, what kind of output are you going to get? And that's what I call then the mental junk. 
And we need to protect our mind from how much are we consuming, looking at stats online, looking at all this external comparison on social media. These things, when we just feed our mind that, generate a mindset that's going to worry about results, consume and feel the weight of uh, the stress and the burden of expectations, et cetera. Our confidence gets tied to those things. It's not going to allow us to play free confident in the moment so we need to filter and protect our mind from that some things you can't avoid then mm -hmm. we have to filter and but we definitely some things we can just say no to <laughs> like don't be on social media or tiktok for two hours a day or and especially on game days and practice days um there's you know been proven you know the detrimental um for for consuming that much social media and those types let alone uh it's been proven i was funny i had one guy messaging me he's like oh yeah my kid stopped doing TikTok on game days, he started playing better. You think it's related? I'm like, yeah, that's related. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so, um, so yeah, that's, that's the high level of this input output, but there's some other things that, that we'll dive into. But uh, yeah, I know, I know I'm, I'm glad you picked this because I think it's such an important one that, um, you know, how we define success and what we put our attention on really matters. Yeah. Well, it, it, look, another reason I picked it, and again, it's more than just social media, although I love your, your donut analogy, is that I think yeah. a lot of times with this one specifically, even even as adults, right, we don't even yeah. realize we're doing it. You know, you get in a oh, click yeah. hole, it might, an hour might have gone by. So yeah. this is something, you know, as young athletes, those of you listening, really got to be aware of this. Cassie, I do want to dive in a little bit, though. It, it's like, you know, look, we talk about donuts or like McDonald's on game days, right? Like yeah. a smart player knows probably shouldn't do that. But yeah. we know why with the donut and the McDonald's, it does not have the nutrition you need to be at mm -hmm. your best. Can we maybe talk about the aspects of TikTok, Instagram, social media, Snapchat that make yeah. it unhealthy for your brain? And and again, I'm, I'm looking at the book while I'm saying this because yeah. you talk a lot about being in control uh, and how it can take your focus away, productivity away. Can you dive into that for me? Like, why are they unhealthy? Yeah, and and I'll loop in there because especially with parents, and you talk about the parents' impact because and again, I I do it like I don't have Instagram on my phone because it's just too easily accessible. Like right. I go on it on like an iPad, but um, and I'll loop in quick too uh, the stats online, right? Mm -hmm. And the parents are often maybe the kids aren't looking, but the parents are, and then they're having the conversation with the kid, and that's yeah. the input. If you win today, you can rank here. If you do this, <laughs> yeah. you'll be yeah, it's dangerous. Oh man, like oh, you got this many points. Oh, you're like it's like no, no, no. Like that's you're putting in the wrong inputs. And you know, with with all of those things and with the social media, you know, there's there's a bunch of different challenges that come up from it. One of which is the constant external comparison, right? You're constantly looking outwards and looking outwards then for validation and the feelings of meaning and internal, you know, um, uh, happiness that kind of, like, it's, it's, it's a very flawed way to look and like find meaning in life. Like, you know, to, it's really important to spend time with your own thoughts, find things that create real meaning and connection, not this, you know, online. Now I'm not saying the online world's bad because I like we, I work with a lot of athletes, our team does, and they're going to be on social media. It is how they connect. Right. And it's not inherently a bad way to connect, but again, how much and in what way, and is there other ways, especially on game days and practice days and how much of it, where if you want to be priming your mind to perform and we got them doing imagery, we've got them doing naps or meditation. You've got them like, you know, maybe doing a little game day film or something, you know, doing a walk or, or some light activity to, to relax. Something to get you well, present, right? Yeah, to get you yeah. present. These things, you do those things, but then you do two hours of TikTok. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's like, and use the 
food analogy, oh, ate, ate my chicken, rice, and uh, salad. And then you had three donuts for dessert. Like, yeah, it was just, just ruined the it's good meal. Your you stomach like, the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's, um, uh, so, so that's a good way to look at it. And, and the why, one of the other big things with social media, again, I'm picking on TikTok, but it's, you know, Instagram's pretty much just adopted TikTok with the reels in some ways. It's just a <laughs> delayed uh, factor. But it's that, you know, every seven seconds, this swipe mentality where you're just constantly searching for to be entertained at a really short, you know, attention span. That, like, you need to have to be able to be present for longer periods of time and to be able to, um, navigate through the emotions and distractions sort of game versus constantly being distracted and like swiping a hundred, like it's, so it's proven, like there's great research that highlights, um, that increased social media and some of those effects around, um, mental illness disorders, like depression, anxiety, et cetera, when you're consuming too much of the social media. So, right. um, Especially yeah, if so those are toxic. some of the, the, the main reasons. Yeah, it can get very toxic pretty quick. Yeah, yeah I was just say like like everybody's feeds a little bit different, but it can become a pretty dark place. So I, I just want to reiterate, Cassidy is not saying no social yeah. media ever, but yeah. we are saying, you know, on a game day, you might want to rethink your strategies yeah. here. I, I think another thing yeah. too, not to keep it on social media, but the idea, like you said, you know, when we were kids, the, the equivalent to me of this would have been like being on the phone with someone mm -hmm. all the way up to the time it's to go on the ice. Like we would never yeah. do that, right? Because yeah. it would be distracted. You needed your time to get focused, to be ready for the game. Um, mm -hmm. You also give a really great case study in this chapter um, of a player you've worked with, Zach, who, who played uh, AAA and mm -hmm. how he was up against it going into the second half of the season. I'm just looking at it here, but you, yeah. you helped him. I'm just, just I'm going to read it. He, he, he did a personal scorecard, redefined his own definition of success. And then what I loved is that you know, when we look at the results of this case study, it wasn't first like, oh, I had so many more points and succeed. No, it's I was able to reconnect to the love of the game and my mindset yeah. improved, which really yeah. is an aura of the entire book and your body of work. Right. Yeah. That you got to reconnect with that side of the game and in social media or some of these distractions, stats, standings mm -hmm. can really take you out of a place where you, you, you're forgetting why you're why you played the game in the first place. Yeah. And that's, and, and I'll lead into, so there's what not to do. And then there's what to do. And one right. of those big things I alluded to, right. it was imagery. And one of the key things we do in imagery is often have them reconnect to why they play the game in the first place. Right. And a great way to look at that is it's not like a list. Oh, here's the reasons I play. No, <laughs> one of the best ways to do it is a story. And so go back to when did you first fall in love with the game in and of itself? And when you can get reconnected to that, it's a feeling that comes out. Right. And so there's the external goals. Those change over time. As you climb the ranks, those change. But the internal why, that feeling, the joy of the game, there's an initial spark. And so we get players in their imagery, go back to when you were six or eight or 10. And when you first fell in love and, and remember that for 15 seconds and you get reconnected to that, that's a simple little thing that can go a long way. That's a healthy input. Right? That that's your meat and potatoes or, or steak and whatever your pregame meal is. But <laughs> the healthy inputs. It's not so, the donuts. Yeah. Yeah, not the donuts. It's definitely not the donuts. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's it's a great way to look at it. And um, and a lot of people, I'll, I'll share the story because a lot of people find it very helpful. It's a variation of of John Dimartini. I shared in one of the earlier chapters, or maybe it was this chapter, but just around we lose sight of the why. And yeah. A lot of people, I use this analogy of a 105-year-old lady who's the matriarch of her community. And she's got this flower bed on either end of her backyard. 
And these 12 year old boys love going to play football there because they throw the football and catch it in a nice soft flower bed. So they love it. Old ladies losing their minds. They're like, these kids, what are you doing? You're ruining my flowers. Stop playing. They're like, screw you. We're going to keep playing. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, what am I going to do? She's like, I'll call the cops. I'm like, nah, I can't call the cops. They're 12 years old. So she gets sneaky and she starts to pay them to play. The kids are like, this is sick. We're not only we get to play this game we love. We're getting five bucks every week to come play in this lady's backyard. This is going great. And then she starts to pay them less. And it goes down to $3, $2, $1, 50 cents, a quarter. The kids are like, screw this. We're not playing anymore. <laughs> they lost sight of why they were playing in the first place. And that's the same for, I see this with 12-year-olds, 15-year-olds, let alone seven, like guys climbing the ranks, girls climbing the ranks. Um, they lose sight of why, right? They think the goal and the external things are their why. No, those are external goals, right? And intentions. There's nothing wrong with those. But don't make that your core why. Right. You want to stay connected to that love of the game. And again, that input matters. Are you putting input that feeds the engine that focuses on all the results and the external comparison? Or are you putting an input that keeps you grounded in the love of the game, the mindset and who you want to be and how you want to show up? And so that flower bed story though helps because that separation of, well, my why is external things. No, it's right. not. Like that's an external goal. Your true why, your intrinsic one, you have one. But a lot of us lose sight of it. So Staying connected to that is very powerful. Well, look, and I think that's great advice, whether you're six or 26, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, I think it's also important to remember, no matter where you're at on the journey, that mm -hmm. if you're not sure you're feeling that why right now, you can get that back. I mean, I it, that's yeah. something that it, it, where I'm at, Cassidy, I mean, I reconnect with that all the time, probably easier now uh, at my age than it was maybe in my <laughs> 20s. But for those young kids listening, you know, that's kind of like a superpower for you, right? Like you uh, love to play. And parents, if you're listening, you play a huge role in that, right? Yeah. One of the things, Cassie, I say to my son and daughter before they take the ice every single time is two things. No matter what happens out there, I'm going to love you. And then I, I think also as important, I love watching you play. Yeah. I love watching you play. And it's yeah. so important that you never lose sight of that, but also are, as Cassidy said, aware of the things that can infiltrate your ability to do that. And again, yeah. I want to reiterate, we're not saying social media is evil and don't ever go on mm. social media. That's a choice yeah. everyone's got to make on their own. But like most things, it's a dessert, right? Yeah. You cannot eat dessert three meals a day and expect <laughs> really good outcomes with that, right? And yeah. and finding the ways to, to, be, to be confident. Again, referencing the pages here, the inputs of focus, resilience, composure, confidence, those are things that get you in the zone. Right. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that you want to have. And uh, look, I can't say enough good things about this book for the parents and the kids listening. Mindset first. Again, it's available um, everywhere. Right. Amazon, yeah. Dr. Cassidy Preston dot com. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, it, Cassie, we're going to have you back on again. Again, Cassie also runs something called CEP Mindset in which he works with young athletes to get them. Uh, well, not just focus. That wouldn't be enough. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> to really help them work on this side of their game, because yeah. um, as we both live in this realm, Cassidy, that you know what you got to do physically to get your body in shape mentally. You have to be able to work at it just as much. And again, I said this to you before the show, I'm going to say it to the whole audience. I wish I had this book, specifically this book, when I was a young player, because the tools that you have written in here would have deeply impacted the way I approached the game. So thank yeah. you for writing it, number one. <laughs> thank you. All right. Yeah. And again, yo, go ahead. My bad. Yeah. And I'll just say like, yeah, and that's why I wrote the book. Like, it's just because my own personal struggles as a hockey player. And that's why I got into the work that I get to do now is 
It's like, there's gotta be a better way, right? right. There's, there's like, there's gotta be a faster way to work on the mindset and the mental game that's practical and personalized. And so it's now condensing it all into this pretty, you know, concise yet very practical book that athletes uh, can dive into, engage and get a lot out of, you know, at their own speed, their own time um, and comfort of wherever they want to read that book. So, uh, and right. I'll add in one quick thing too, around the why with the players, but also the parents and you highlight it really well there. You're like, you know, you're like, I'm here. I love watching you play. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it just like, that's your why you stay connected to that. Whereas a lot of parents, they forget their why yeah. and their why Do better like, on the four check today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, they're happy when their kid performs well, or, or why are right. we focusing on mindset or why are we not on this? Cause I want to see you do better results. And then their why is so connected to the results too. Right. And so as a, and then what does that do the, the athlete right it makes training. them stay connected to the results yeah. and so you know the words you say impact them but it also helps set your own tone which then you know just you know imparts onto them like you know they, they pick up on your body language the tone the way you say things not just the words so um it's so it's a good reflection I, i'm glad you brought that up as well no i I'm, it's my pleasure and and again look we we we, we all preach this right it's about focusing on what you can control and I mm-hmm. think what's great about your book here is that this is a great starting point to kind of understand that methodology and philosophy. And again, you you go into some great things in here, including like, I love the chapter on the, the game day prep. We're, we're going to probably share that yeah. with the audience in the future. Um, yeah. Just reading through that, I was like, yeah, yeah, I needed this 30 <laughs> years ago. Um, but Mindset First is available now, again, uh, wherever well, I'm guessing wherever books can be sold. Again, number one on Amazon yeah. right away, man. That's an accomplishment. Congratulations. Yeah. On yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate being on and love the work you're doing. And uh, it's always always a pleasure to catch up, Lee. Thank you, man. All right. So this has been Dr. Cassidy Preston with Lee Elias on the Ride to the Rink. Wherever you're playing this week, we wish you the best. Remember to have a great time. Have fun. Remember why you love the game. And as always, skate on. <laughs>